Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the film The Fellowship of the Ring one wraith-filled minute at a time. Dun, dun, dun. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 73. What about our guest? Oh, and Raiden. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I ran right into it. I just, I just took off You're running. You're super excited about I am excited. Ring. I really like the, I, I like the ring wraiths, okay? And our guest again today is Raiden. <laughs> From the, from, from the Anglophone. From the We can't podcast. get rid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's okay. I am mad. I'm not mad. And today, we, all three of us, are going to be talking about minute 73, which starts with a quick pan around the ruins of Weathertop and ends with a close up on a ring wraith. Dun, 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 dun. The music is so good here. Yeah. The weather top theme is fantastic. I really like the way it slowly builds. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a it's almost like a strained heartbeat. Nah. In what way? In that it's very it's very plodding and it's kind of deep behind the strings. Yeah. I don't know. I that's just like in my brain. Huh. That's interesting. I think of things strangely yeah. when it comes to music, I think, but and I'm not, like, really a big music person, so I don't know how to describe <laughs> these things very well. I'm not good at that. I guess I'm just trying to, because I have a much technical, much more technical background in music yeah. than you do. So I'm just like, wait, yeah. so wait, what? <laughs> and I'm just thinking about how it makes me feel. <laughs> this is really great music to listen to, like, if you need to make a surgical strike in a grocery store. <laughs> And you're like, I need to go here, here, and here, and God help anybody who gets in my way. <laughs> it's tactical. It is. It's precise. I should have just played that on my phone when we were trying to maneuver Walmart the what, like today, because it's like the week. I mean, as of this recording, it's going to come out. This episode is going to come out after Christmas, but as of this recording, it's like the week of Christmas, and it was like the wrong time to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Yeah, it was the wrong time to go to Walmart for some groceries. <laughs> There's a lot of people just in Just blast store. the ring wraith thing from my phone. Move! Oh. Get out of my way! <laughs> right? Get four yeah. of your buddies, circle up. Uh, have you seen that video with Charlize Theron from uh, Snow White and the Huntsman where she's talking about draw yourself up firm from your core and think murder and just oh, walk? Oh, yeah, and just walk. Yeah. Yeah, you do that, people get the hell out of your way. They do. It's great. I need, I don't think I have a good like. It's about presence. It's about how you how much presence you yourself can put out. I also don't think I have a good resting bitch face for that. You know, you, but... you don't need it. Okay, you don't need I it. Gotta practice. If there is murder in your heart, <laughs> people your will heart feel it. Come out of your <laughs> yes, if there is murder in your heart. People will see it, people and they will, will scatter before you. The masses will need. Will scatter it's before it's me. also a lot of fun when you feel your face go from resting bitch face to active bitch face. <laughs> and people like take steps back. That's happened. <laughs> you gotta you gotta master a good glare. Yes. Channel your inner Nazgul. Yes. See I brought it back. Fran did. <gasps> yeah. That's true. Every time I hear those shrieks, I'm like, that came out of a human woman. Yes, it did. It's, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Came out of a human woman when her voice was strained. Yeah. I mean, already. they already. 
they they patched it up with yeah. like extra sound effects, but like yes. that's oh man. A lady made that noise. If I lived next door to them and she like found a spider or something. <laughs> Do you think when she finds, like, a bug, she lets out the Nazgul screech? That would be horrifying. <laughs> Can you imagine living in an apartment building next door to them? Like, I know they don't live in an apartment building, but, like... <laughs> right. right. I would drop dishes regularly because if someone was letting out that scream, I would just be like, oh! <laughs> there go my glasses. Oh, someone just died. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to call the police? Should I? Yeah. You need someone's soul just anybody? left this earthly plane. <laughs> right. Yes. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. I love the shot where they're looking through the archway in the darkness, mm -hmm. and the ring wraith just kind of appears Boo. and steps up into the ruins. Mm -hmm. I think it's a it's a really good shot. And some people might think it's kind of hokey that the ring wraith just appears, but I, I like think it. it's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's in it's in really good time with the music. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's so well done. I me. like that it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of metaphorical because they're like looking out in the dark and they're all really scared. And then their literal nightmare just kind of manifests yeah. in front of them. And they're just like, oh, no. <laughs> well, because the form you see of a ring wraith is just shadow. Right. Yeah. It's not their true form. You've yet to see their final form. Yeah. That's like I mean that's like when you're that's when, like when you're a little kid and you're looking in the darkness for monsters if a monster just kind of just like appeared with hey. some choral yeah. music. <laughs> dun, dun, if you're, dun, 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 if dun, you're looking dun, for a monster and you start hearing dun 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 right. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Run. It's just um, I, uh, or dive under your covers. That will definitely help. I got, I got, I got somewhere to be. Right. <laughs> I'm busy that day. It's like a six-year-old looking at their bare wrist. <laughs> well, look at the time. I gotta go. Mm, half past a freckle. Mm. Time to bail. Yep. That's right. So, let's see. What do I have for notes here? I have some notes. Uh, one of which is about Swordmaster Bob Anderson, who trained all the people in this movie in their sword work, mm -hmm. who also trained Errol Flynn and the guy that played Darth Vader in the original Star Wars movies. Nice. Uh, and worked on Pirates of the Caribbean as well. Nice. Yep. He's done, like, if you can think of a big budget movie with sword fighting in it, He's Bob Anderson has probably it. worked on it. <laughs> yep. He worked like, on Princess Bride, too, didn't he? I think so. Pretty sure. He's like the sword man. That's so cool. Like, Bob Anderson, and he told them when they were planning out how many fake swords to make that they would need about five swords per actor per scene. Dude. In which there and would be sword like, fights because swords are going to no. break. <laughs> right. Lots of them. And Weta was like, we can't afford that. <laughs> so a guy that worked at Weta in their, in their prop department devised a way to build the hilt of the sword, including the pommel, with like a rubber sheath that the sword would go down through to absorb the shock mm -hmm. made out of like the rubber from a skateboard wheel. Oh. And they never broke a sword. Nice. Proving that guy wrong. That's right. <laughs> right. These ingenious well, little guys in New into... Zealand. Yeah, right. You ask what the problem is. Well, the problem is that the 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 sword breaks off at the hilt because the vibrations, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, okay. Well, let's try and solve that problem. Yeah, and just yeah. reinforce it. Yeah. 
put a, a shock absorber in the pommel. So, but they made multiple swords anyway, right? Yes. Because there's yeah. like the actual metal one, and yeah. then there's the there's like the battle sword, right? For like when there needs to be contact, and then there's like the rubber the stunt sword. swords and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Which, watching this movie more closely, I'm paying attention during sword fights to see if I can see a sword like. Wobble, Bend. wobble, yeah. weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> like Isildur's armor in the, or uh, not Elendil's armor in the first minute. Yeah, <laughs> when he gets thrown against the wall, just looking for the rubber bend and things that are supposed to be metal. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool that Bob Anderson was like, "You're gonna have this problem," and this, these ingenious Kiwis were just like, "We know, we got <laughs> what this." Problem. <laughs> <laughs> what problem? <laughs> this is Lord of the Rings. I mean, we couldn't figure out how to make the Palantir work, but we'll make this work. Yeah. <laughs> they talk for like we'll five spend, minutes. We'll spend five minutes oh. talking about how we tried to make this thing work, and then go, and then it didn't, so we just CGI'd it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that was they like were... many minutes ago, but yeah, I just watched that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I, I think that's cool that like they did that, and then they didn't break any swords. Yeah, yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, then you get to keep your prop sword, right? Because it's right. like the one you've had the whole time. I'm sure Viggo Mortensen took home the the real swords. I would. Um, I bet. I bet he's got. I bet he's got Andoril somewhere. He was given Andoril ah, at the end of shoots. I believe. Nice. And, he deserves it. <laughs> um, Ian McKellen was given whatever his sword's name is. Glamdring. That's right. And I believe, and then, I want to say Richard Armitage got to keep Orchrist. That's cool. Orchrist to me is the coolest looking of those swords. Because it's like stubby. Well, because Orchrist is like scimitar kind of. It's yeah. like the nice, it's the curved blade. Mm-hmm. It looks sweet. We're not going to talk about Orchrist for a long time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, after... We haven't seen... Gandalf with his sword yet in this movie. No. No, we haven't. Not yet. And uh, Where is his sword? In the it's ether, somewhere like... in his... He, you watched Highlander, right? I assume. Yeah. I've yeah, seen Highlander. So, like, you can just sort of pull your sword out of your leather coat. It's in his rope somewhere. He's got a little pocket. It's yeah. in his bag there. of holding. Yeah. Right. Is that his hat? Is his hat a bag of holding? Oh, man. It's like Probably. a Mary Poppins bag. It's like the sorting hat. He just pulls a sword <laughs> out of it. Exactly. It's all good. It's all good. It's fine. Hang on, I need to draw my sword. Takes the hat off, <laughs> waves his hand. There's a rabbit, and he's like, "Whoop! Uh-huh. What's that whoop. doing in there?" Well, that's, <laughs> not that's not it. Just, <laughs> just keep on going. There's just a pile of crap next to him afterward, yeah. and the Balrog's oh like, Can "You imagine what? what's in Radagast's hat?" Oh. I do not want <laughs> burn poop. <laughs> Lots of burn poop. <laughs> Too much bird. There's poop. just like a whole colony of birds. Yeah. <laughs> well, when he needs to get away from someone, hair. he just flips the hat off and he's just like, go! And Fly, there's just like a, just a swarm. <laughs> just a swarm of birds. Da, 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 da. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. So, this bit, the tail end of this minute, is the beginning of a small stretch that was directed by Philippa and yep. Fran. Yeah. It was one of the first Sweet. sequences that they shot, and they're all like, yes, things were kind of awkward because we were still trying to figure everything out. And then Philip and Fran are but like, it was we think this minute's great. <laughs> we, we think this scene is fantastic. <laughs> and Peter's like, that's because you direct yeah. <laughs> I like, I don't know, because 
they talk a little bit about how I'm, it comes into play more, I think, well, no, it would be this minute, with everyone's kind of green mm-hmm. yeah. and naive. And I think that works well in this scene because, like, I don't know, the meta influences what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are, because the characters are supposed to be still really naive. Yeah. And they don't know what to do with a sword. Nope. They've probably never held a sword in their life. Nope. You know? Yeah. They they went through weeks of training before filming. Right. All of them. Except for Eric. Except for Vigo. Who's <laughs> like, great. Except for Vigo. You got a nap? Here you go. Let's go. <laughs> Bob just handed him a sword, which we'll see the result of it. Tomorrow. Two days? Two days. I think on Thursday. Tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow? Yeah. Today's Wednesday. Yes. Yes. It is Wednesday. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> so yeah, t- tomorrow. We'll see at the very end of tomorrow. We'll see the result of Vigo's two days of sword training. Okay, so I know that the ring is supposed to be this evil whispery thing, yes. but literally an evil whispery thing. Why are you going to listen to the evil whispery thing in your pocket? So when there's a sword coming at you, because Frodo doesn't know necessarily that when he puts the ring on they're going to still be able to see him he knows that they feel the presence of the ring all the time but he doesn't necessarily know that he's not going to be invisible but okay so this is when he this is when he finds that out but the one the one time in brie with the giant eye is not gonna put you off well he probably (laughs) thinks the eye can see him well yeah it's like i see you scared he was basically (laughs) pissing his pants <laughs> that like makes two you weeks very of sword training the first time Frodo picks up sword evil rings yeah. yeah I guess I don't know I I don't have a fight response I have a flight response <laughs> right. so my flight response does not involve reaching into my pocket for an evil whispery ring <laughs> for this evil whispery item this but beyond yeah dude, dude it'll be fine <laughs> it'll be fine I think, I think we should test this theory if we can find an That's evil whispery thing. <laughs> if I'm ever in a dark alley and there's these hooded <laughs> creatures coming at me, I'm not going to reach for my, like, I don't know, what is the, like, I don't, there is no modern day equivalent, I guess. I'm, yeah. I'm having trouble suspending my disbelief is what I'm getting oh. to. Yeah. Well, I mean, he thinks it's going to turn him invisible and he'll be able to, like, slink away without getting stabbed. That's true. And then he is painfully wrong. I guess, I mean, if you grew up on... Bilbo's stories. It's like, then I put the ring on, and Gollum was like, where did he go? What happened to this dude? Yeah. Yeah. And then he screamed and killed some goblins trying to chase me. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's not totally unreasonable. No. I mean, he thinks it's going to make him invisible, and then he's going to, like, slink away. But what about his friends that aren't invisible? Well, they just got tossed out yeah. of the way. They yeah. don't want them. Yeah. I mean, but the ring race is totally going to kill him. Well, Yeah. But not before they get Frodo. Right. So the ring is still just... The, so the ring just continues to be like, be selfish. Run. That's Save sad. yourself. <laughs> oh, I lied. Aren't you mad at your friends for bringing these guys here? Why don't you just save yourself? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Do it, Frodo. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Put it on. There's a zoom on the on the ring race face. He just slowly turns. Like he just heard his name. Mm-hmm. He's just he turns Is his that head. Bob? Just like what? <laughs> Is that the, the one you decided was named what? Bob? No, sure. Just, I think no, so. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is the witch king, man. 
Oh yeah. Uh, King, King Bob. Bob. King Bob. Which King Bob? Bob Angmar. Bob Angmar. <laughs> of the Angmar Angmars. Robert of House Angmar. Robert First of his Angmar. name. <laughs> yes. I think we named Bob the Lieutenant Guy. That yeah. keeps failing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because there's five. This is like the other squadron. So like Bob is because there's four. Right. And there were four in Bree, right? Yeah. There were four in Bree, and now there's five. And now there's five of them. So, this so is I think the this is the other half. And the other four are still sad in Bree that they screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're having. They're at the bar in Bree, and they're like. Well, Another bite. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. How did they turn into pillows? <laughs> At first, they're like, we killed them. <laughs> ah, except no. Right. They go celebrate, and then they get, like, this weird psychic message from, like, Sauron. Well, no, it's like, you fail. That's screaming in the street. <laughs> maybe, those are, maybe those are Nazgul Salvatore. cries of joy. <laughs> I don't know. But they... What would a Nazgul sound like when they, when they succeed? I don't know. Maybe. They probably screech the same. <laughs> I think that's their angry noise, and then they don't make any noise when they're happy, because they don't know what happiness feels like. Happiness brings them pain, and so they scream more. Aww. It's a strange feeling. They, just they don't understand hug. it. They just need a hug. <laughs> I don't know if we're... <laughs> so, uh, I think that about covers today. <laughs> If you're a ring wraith, life, life is, is pain. pain. Also, yeah. maybe sharpen your sword because those swords don't look like they're in great condition. Or don't because yeah, you're a bad you know. guy and I don't want you to win. I don't know, man. It just looks like walking I mean, they, they pointy ends. Yeah, the hobbits will get tetanus first before they die. <laughs> uh, that's even yes. worse. Tetanus is a tetanus terrible is a disease. They're playing the long game. <laughs> yeah. You like become paralyzed and freeze up and yeah. can't move. Well, then they take the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just watch the hobbits die. Whatever, they don't care. They're creatures of evil and shadow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, thank you for joining us today. You can find us on duelinggenre.com. Contact at lordoftheringsminute.com for email. Twitter at LOTR Minute. Tumblr, lotrminute.tumblr.com. We have a Facebook page and a listener group. You can find us on iTunes, where you should leave us a five-star review. Unless you're a creature of evil and shadow. And then, please don't hurt us. <laughs> what? I don't know. You can listen to Cassandra, Scott, and Nick on The Doctor's Companion. Oh my god. Scott and Nick host Back to the Future Minute. You can also find Harry Potter Minute on Dueling Genre. As well as Geek by Night, a fictional audio drama about nerds who run a comic book store and have superpowers. And that's written, directed, produced by Cassandra Scott and Nick. Mm -hmm. You can support us on Patreon at DuelingGenre.com slash support. We also have one-time donation button and merchandise. So if you really want a magical Fire Mountain t-shirt, now is your time. Designed by previous guest on the show, Melissa Lee. Yes. Nice. Nice. Tying it together. Bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And thank you for joining us again, uh, again today, Raiden. Thank you for having me. And as always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. 